Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Man, after a, a tough start to the sporting year, a, a tough start to the, I guess, the move towards the NFL postseason, a tough start with the final Monday night football game, well, almost of the season. We got one more left. It's nice to sit here with you with, with positive news. And that's what took place in the middle of Thursday, Thursday afternoon, Thursday lunchtime. We all learned that Damar Hamlin has started to make some progress. And for everything that we had planned to discuss tonight from Damar Hamlin to the Pro Bowl to NBA All-Star voting uh, to the, the Pro Football Hall of Fame finalists. Everybody wants to talk about Damar and the progress that he has made. And so I, I'm thinking tomorrow we'll be able to talk about the college football championship. We were able to discuss that for a little while. I think right before the break, uh, we talked about TCU taking on the Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, I don't know. One of our callers, uh, he called from Oregon. He's originally a, he's a Georgia boy, and he talked about maybe this is the time for the Bulldogs to go on a run. I think Georgia, well, they are favored to win this upcoming Monday night. I believe the Bulldogs will win this coming Monday night. And I don't know if they're going to win two and three in a row, but I guess Stetson Bennett will somehow, some way have to extend his eligibility because at this point he's almost 40 years old. I'm exaggerating, but we can't expect to see him around too much longer. I will, I will predict at this point next season or next year, He'll be a backup quarterback on uh, some team, maybe a third stringer, very likely a third stringer. If you want to give me a holler, it's 855-212-4CBS. If you want to talk to me on social media, if you cannot call, 
It's at JR Sport Brief. That is at JR Sport Brief. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. And uh, just to continue on, and, and we've done this. I get started 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. So a big shout outs to all my friends on the West Coast. Whether you happen to be in Sacktown, whether you happen to be in the Bay, whether you be in San Diego, you could be in D.C., not D.C., I'm mixing up Washington's. You could be in Washington State. You could be in Vancouver. You could be in Portland. You could be in Seattle. I appreciate you. Much love to everybody listening all over from coast to coast. And uh, the beautiful thing and what we've been discussing, even with a little bit of humor, because it's nice to be able to add humor into the situation right now, is the great news surrounding DeMar Hamlin. The fact that we learned that he has had substantial improvement just over the past 24 hours uh, where he has started to ask, hey, who won the game on Monday night? Uh, Where he has started to hold the hands of his family members, where he has shown a marked improvement in the function of his gross uh, motor skills. And so it's uh, it's a beautiful thing. We don't know what things will look like in, quote unquote, the end. But we do know that progress is there, especially for someone who we witnessed basically uh, pass away in front of us and be revived on that football field this past Monday. Uh, Absolutely amazing. And I did not, like most people, expect to see or witness a press conference Uh, hours ago by the medical staff at the University of Cincinnati. Uh, But they went out there and they did so. And they gave just an amazing update. And I think the most amazing of them and the quote that you will see is that when DeMar actually woke up and he was able to communicate, even though he wrote it, he didn't say it verbally, he still has the breathing tube in. He asked who won the game. Listen to this. You know, when he was communicating with us uh, last night and then again today, that's been in writing. And, uh, you know, to paraphrase uh, one of our partners, you know, when, when he asked, did we win? The answer is yes. You know, Damari, you won. You won the game of life. Uh, and that's probably the most important thing out of this. And we really need to keep him at the center uh, of everything else that's going on. And we really want to ensure a good outcome for him. Yeah. Let, let's see what that outcome is. Whatever it is up until now, it's the outcome of an absolute winner. And those same doctors decided to share uh, how he has improved. And they said he improved greatly. This is what they said. There has been substantial improvement in his condition over the past 24 hours. Uh, We had significant concern um, about him after the injury and after the event that happened on the field. Uh, But he is making substantial progress. Uh, As of this morning, uh, he is beginning uh, to awaken uh, and it appears that his neurological uh, condition and function is intact. Uh, We are very uh, proud to report that. Very happy for him uh, and for his family and for the Buffalo Bills organization. A beautiful thing. And speaking of that Buffalo Bills organization, Josh Allen, he says that they actually spoke to DeMar's dad and he was just like, man, you don't need to go out there and go out there and play. Hell yeah, go play football. Mario talking to us as a team and the things that he he kind of told us and really didn't tell us he demanded us you know and you, you can't not honor his his request to go out there and charge forward 
you know, to the best of our abilities. And obviously we'll be playing with, I guess, less heavy hearts now, um, knowing that, you know, today's news was a lot of, a lot of tears of joy, I'll tell you that. Um, but to know that that's, that's what he wants, that's what his dad wants, I think guys are uh, excited to get out there. Damn it, I'm excited to see what the Buffalo Bills can do. The game has been canceled, by the way. There will no, there, there, there will not be a makeup, I should say, between the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals. That game will not take place. It will not be rescheduled. That game is done. The Buffalo Bills will take on the New England Patriots this upcoming Sunday, and the Cincinnati Bengals, they will take on the Baltimore Ravens. The NFL owners will have a meeting on Friday to decide you know, what they want to do to decide, quote-unquote, the AFC championship. What will take place? Will it be a neutral site game? Are they going to go by percentages? We do not know. I hope to know and share that with you tomorrow night. We'll see. But this entire scenario has basically played out, uh, as I mentioned last hour, like a Disney movie. And I have gotten many notes about how much I do not know about Disney movies over the past 25 to 30 years. My knowledge pretty much stops at Toy Story and The Lion King. My apologies. No Mulan. Uh, no Moana. Moana? Moana? I know this. I, the Rock. Am I saying it wrong, Shep? What is it called? Moana or Moana? Do I, do I have a five-year-old and a three-year-old at home? I don't know. I've I never heard know. of it. I don't. You never heard of Mu. I'm saying it wrong. Moana. No, I don't think you are. I've just. I just. I don't think people our age watch that. No, but not people our age. But you gotta have a kid to watch. Mo- but that, that's my point. Moana. Moana. That's the name of it. Moana. What can't the Rock do? Let's be real about that for a second. Didn't one Black Adam just flopped? That I know. It Did flopped. It? It's on HBO Max right now. Every time HBO tells me, HBO begs me to watch, and I'm like, I'm not watching this crap. Yeah, but the cable guy flopped too, and that ultimately became a cult classic. So hey, I, I heard the schedule. <laughs> the, the schedule for the XFL came out today. That's the Rocks. Yeah, it's gonna flop. I no, I don't think I don't think the, anything the Rock touches does. That's my point. Black Adam just flopped. Well, initially. <laughs> That's gate. That's gate price. The the XFL will be around. Listen, uh, and, and I know you're going to get to him at some point tomorrow. It was a lot worse with that other guy. So, Vince McMahon. Yeah. Oh my God. Do you hear Vince McMahon is coming back to the yeah. WWE to try to sell it? Right. Right. He's trying to look after his family. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> He's. <laughs> yeah. Let's ask him about all those uh, unfortunate women that he tried to look after over the past 40 years. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Uh, Steve is calling from in the truck. I don't know where that is or what that means. Uh, but, Steve, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Where are you, Steve? I'm up in Maine, just south of Portland. Well, actually, I was south of Portland. I'm in Portland now. Okay, nice. You're in, you're in the, the original Maine, or Portland, I should say. Yeah, the original Portland. Okay, go ahead. So um, when Toy Story was first made, it was the first movie that was made by Pixar. Oh, um, thank you, Pixar was, owned, Pixar was owned by Steve Jobs. That's correct. And yes. he, didn't, he didn't sell 
um, Pixar to Disney until much later after right. several movies were. Uh, in yeah. fact, when he died, he was the largest single shareholder of Disney because of it. But um, well, that's we need neither to talk to uh, Lorraine Powell job. She's handing out money now, isn't she? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I need to go find her. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. So I'm a lifelong New England Patriots fan, but I'd well, like to like see you. the uh, I'd like to see the Bills win it this year, wow. if for no other reason that um, both for this uh, for this young man who seems to be a a, a great kid, um, it's the kind of person that anyone would like to call their son, and um, also Josh Allen deserves, I think, to uh, finally get uh, finally get his um, his due. He's a phenomenal, phenomenal athlete and an amazing quarterback. And, you know, as much as I hate to see it, I'd rather see another um, uh, AFC um, East team start winning it. And, you know, we'll get ours back soon enough. Well, probably not. With I like how you mentioned uh, Josh Allen. He seems like a great human being. And I, I know your quarterback. Who's the guy throwing the ball for you right now? He seems like a jerk. You Mac, think he's a jerk, Mac Jones? Mac Jones. Hey, if you had uh, Matt Patricia as an offensive Uh-oh. coordinator, you'd freak <laughs> out too because the guy's supposed to be some type of engineering genius, but he can't figure out when to throw the ball and when to run the ball and when to call something that, or, or even get the play in before the play clock runs out. Well, he has no concept of what it's like uh, of what it takes to be an so, offensive coordinator Steve, and he shouldn't be there. Steve, when you put a pencil behind your left ear, that does yeah, not unlock he, your engineering powers. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, he puts he uses a pencil on a laminated play sheet. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. He right, puts Steve. a pencil behind his. He puts a pencil behind his ear because Bill Belichick has a pencil behind his ear, and he's got his nose so far up Belichick. Whoa, 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 whoa. okay, Steve. Uh, I stopped myself. Steve. Oh, thank you. I, whoa, but hey, they, Steve, you you won des- tonight. You won. Don't worry about it. You Ma- won. They destroyed Mac Jones. Oh, uh, a, a yes. Disney movie for you. What is an all star cast Disney movie? And um, I saw this movie a hundred times when my wife was in the hospital having having my twins, and we had to have something to entertain my three year old. Um, and the only movie they had was Rescuers Down Under, it was on VHS. And I yeah, have that's almost the, every that's with the rats, right? The chipmunks and the rats yes. in Paris, yeah, yeah. That's with uh, Zsa Zsa Gabor, Bob oh. Newhart, Sam Neill. Uh, let's see, who was the uh, bird that was uh, John Candy, and the bad guy was George C. Scott. So, but help, help me out, I remember the names. But these were like chipmunks hanging out in a hot air balloon were, in, like, Europe, no, right? No, they were, they, were, they were mice, part of mice. the International Rescue Organization of Animals, Right. Um, kind of like the UN, and this kid yeah. gets kidnapped by George C. Scott in Australia, so they leave. <laughs> they go from New York to Australia to rescue him. Oh my God! You know what? It's Steve, a riot I, movie. It's, I have, I have a, a, hold on a vague. Second. Oh, he's on the phone. Steve, you busy back there? What's going on, Steve? Oh, Steve is I'm busy. Checking into my uh, stop. Thank you. Okay. Tell that person in the background to shut up, Steve. Tell them you're on the radio. (laughs) 
<laughs> Tell them to shut up. You, you doing busy things right now. We're talking about yeah. rescuers from where they, they from up, down, or top. Where they from? They're from New York. But down, down from under, is that what they call? But then they, but then they, they end up going to Australia to rescue ah, this kid. Who? Okay. Well, well, thank you, Steve. I appreciate you for calling. Thank you. I gotta, I gotta be honest. Thank you, Steve. But if you happen to be a, a, a mouse from down under, you a rat. Especially if you're coming from New York, you a rat. There ain't no mice in the New York City subway system. They are rats. And they big. I have seen them beat up cats. They are very big. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Rich is calling from Chicago. Go ahead, Rich. Okay, happy New Year. To you as well. Yeah, I am. Uh... Yes. Well, he's gone. I don't know where you went, Shep. Maybe did you think Rich went down under? You know, every every month, Rich always has a phone call that goes awry, and then he comes back right. and he bounces back with like five good ones. So, I, I can't believe that we had a reference to mice down under, and I guess it's an Australia, New York City reference. Maybe I ain't never seen no mice in in, in New York City. I never seen a mouse in the subway. Them rats. Oh no, the, the the rats in the subway. There's mice in apartments. Oh, there might be some rats in apartments. That's true too. But there's a lot of mice. There's more mice though. Oh yeah, yeah. The the, um, the, uh, the the cat gets beat up by rat line. I got to use sometime. That's a good. No, wait. You you mean to tell me? For all the years you spent in New York City. You have never seen a rat assault a cat. Well, when I see rat, so not to get too not to get too graphic, but nah, I shouldn't go here. But what I will say is, my dog will go after rats. Your dog will chase rats. My dog has chased rats, and will and there's a there's a, there's a, a lady present. I don't know if she's listening or not, so I'm gonna be very respectful. But. <laughs> My dog has gone after rats and succeeded. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, I don't know what we were talking about, but okay. No, I mean, he's, you know, he's, 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 he's looked for meals and he's succeeded, and, and I'm not okay. proud of it, and I've done everything I could to avoid it, and sometimes when you have a pit, they just take you for a ride, and you just hold on for dear life. Oh, you're, you got a pit bull. I have a pit bull, yes. Yeah, you, look, you're aware of this. Well, looking at going outside trying to tear up rats in New York? No, sir. But, but, uh, yeah, because for him, he views rats as a toy. Everything for a pit is a toy if they're smaller. So they don't mean to be ag- aggressive or, mo- or demonstrative or nasty or vicious. They're just so full of energy and zest that when they get outside of their specific habitat, they go nuts. I was talking about a cat. You talking about right. a pit bull? I don't. Right. I've never seen a rat. I've never seen right. a rat go after a pit bull. No. But I have seen. I have seen some cats cower to a New York City subway rat. I, I have seen that. I've never seen that though, because well, cats because that. cats are more vicious than dogs. Let's be real about that for a second. Mm, Jr., know, you seen... and I both know when cats. It, the the the, nah, the mantra no, about no. cats is if they if they were if they were bigger they would attack and ultimately maim their owner. Well, yeah, a bigger house cat is a lion right. and a tiger. Right. Yeah, but a, a New York City rat versus a, a, a domesticated cat is just. It's not domesticated when they see a rat, though. Nah, I don't know. Nah, nah, bro. 
You need to go to the Barclays Center underneath uh, where the Nets play. Okay. You that subway that what is that called? Bar, what it uh, it's, Flatbush it, in it, Atlanta? It's called Jr. Was clowning for uh, on us for way too long. We actually have more than five fans now. That's what they're calling that. Yeah. Well, let's see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, everybody's trying to get paid. <laughs> but the subway station underneath Barclays Center, all the rats. Oh, are down Atlantic, there. Atlantic Avenue. Yeah, but it has nothing to do with Kyrie. The rats are just. <laughs> <laughs> They're just underneath the subway. They're there. Yeah, some would call. Some would say that uh, KD guys are rap for trying to get his coach fired and ultimately succeeded. Oh my God! Well, at least Steve Na- Steve Nash has been on vacation for how many months now? Three. Yeah, he's never going to get a head coaching job again, given the job that Jock Vaughn has done. Listen, Steve Nash doesn't need a job. That man does not need work. He is on vacation month number two or three right now, and uh, I'll find out where Steve Nash is. And please go ahead. And uh, and sign me up. Yeah, but the biggest rats are under, like, the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. And that is not a basketball joke. That just so happens to be uh, the truth. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. It's a busy show. We're talking about this amazing recovery of DeMar Hamlet. We're talking about Disney movies. Why? Because his life looks like it will be a Disney movie. And then, as you can tell... We're talking about rats. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief. On CBS Sports Radio. JR, it's always a pleasure to hear you because you know your product. You really do a great job by not distorting what the callers are saying. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. As we talk about the positivity surrounding DeMar Hamlin, I said it's a Disney story, it's a Disney movie. I got folks hitting me up about all the different type of Disney movies I want to see or I should see. Uh, James Campanero hits me on Twitter, and he's telling me about the computer wore tennis shoes, and then he's telling me about the Swiss Family Robinson. No, thank you. I declined those movies many years ago, and I'm not interested in them now. Shout-outs to Eddie here in ATL. He's telling me about the movie with Sinbad as a genie. I don't even remember that. No, I'm sorry. And that actually makes me think about this. If you check out my social media, and I I put this on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, I'm late to the party. My apologies. I didn't realize until maybe yesterday or two days ago, and the Washington Commanders decided to wait until the end of the season to share with us Their new mascot, Major Tutty. Let me say that again. I feel like I need a shower when I say it. The Washington Commander's new mascot, and what's up to all my folks listening in D.C. and Baltimore and up and down 495 and and 295 and I-95. Everybody in the city, out the city. You could be on Pratt. You be on you. You could be wherever you want to be. Major Tutty. Yeah, I went to Baltimore. My bad. 
Major Tutty? What the hell? Major Tutty? He's a pig. He's a pig, and I'm looking at it right now. He's a pig in like a war helmet. Who thought that this somebody had to override everybody? There's people listening, and I know they are. There are folks listening, and they're laughing too because they know it's trash. There are people listening right now who work for the Washington Commanders. They're listening to me right now. Who the hell had the final decision? You just renamed this team the Commanders. You could, they don't even need a mascot. But you make one, you make him a pig? He looks like, he looks like Miss Piggy with a, a construction helmet on. This is sad. Like, this is like the final straw. For Dan Snyder, like you have to sell the team. We're talking about Disney characters and all these other things. I mean, well, damn. Major Tutty? And I get it. He's a pig. Why is he a pig? Because of the hogs and the offensive line. And let's go back to Joe Gibbs. I get all of that. This is stupid, man. This is dumb. For lack of a better word, ridiculous, horrendous, tragic, disgusting, appalling. Major Tutty. Why Tutty? Because it's short for touchdown. And he's a pig. Major Tutty. Get it? Daniel Snyder should be forced to sell the team right now because he's rolling out a fat pig as his mascot. I thought the original uh, New Orleans Pelicans mascot was bad enough. He looked like the things that nightmares were made of. He went from a horror film and he's a cartoon now. And the commanders have a pig. And a helmet. That looks like an eight-foot-tall Miss Piggy, but a man. You can't make this stuff up. If you needed a final reason for Daniel Snyder to sell the Washington Commanders, formerly known as the Washington football team, this should be it. And I can give you a list of despicable things and despicable reasons as to why he should have done so. Uh, and, and and we might talk about this more tomorrow. We might, yeah, probably tomorrow, maybe it's Friday. Like this has to be the worst mascot in sports right now. I'm sorry. I've seen some dumb ones. Major Tutty. I'm gonna say it again because it's ridiculous. Listen to me very carefully. Major Tutty is the worst mascot. In all of sports. This is not an exaggeration. This is not hyperbole. He is literally. A fat pig. In a war helmet. They're your Washington commanders. Ladies and gentlemen. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Victor's calling from here in Atlanta. Go ahead, Victor. You're on CBS Sports Radio. 
Yeah, that's the first time I've heard of that uh, mascot. What's going on, Jr.? How are you? Um, I'm on 20 E's, heading to Augusta right now, delivering these loads. But I just wanted to uh, touch a little bit on uh, Mr. Hamlin. I, you know, uh, shout out and prayers to him and his football family and his, his family in general. Um, but one thing I wanted I wanted to uh, point out was the uh, the the reaction that you know uh, these first first responders uh, did on the field. You know, we have to acknowledge them as well. Um, uh, as well as, you know, both sides of the ball, both both sides of the team, you know, uh, making that decision to uh, cancel the game uh, against the grain, you know, uh, to letting the game go on. And that was that was very impressed. I was very impressed by that, by that action alone. No, absolutely. And I, I want everyone to hear this. Thank you for bringing this up, Victor. Uh, I want everybody to hear this because Sean McDermott, Uh, When he spoke to the press and he spoke to the media, he's the head coach of the Bills. Uh, He said the Bills as a team decided not to resume the game this past Monday night. And we know they have the full support of Zach Taylor and the Bengals. Listen to Sean McDermott. After DeMar got loaded into the ambulance, um, I remember thinking to myself, we're going to need some time. Um, We being the Bills, at least. And we're so conditioned to... A player is taken off the field who is injured um, to right to going right back into, you know, that mode. And um, and so um, I said to Sean Smith, I said, hey, we're going to need some some time here. And again, he was he was tremendous. And then the time the way things uh, unfolded from from there was really we were in the front of our locker room, not quite out uh, in the hallway at that point, but uh having conversations amongst ourselves um, I think I went in and addressed the team and just felt like overall it was going to be really hard to put them back out there but I wanted to give them the option to go back out there if they wanted to and um, and led by Josh and the and a couple of the other captains they decided not to go back out there not reasonable and and we we have seen what the results are that game has been uh, canceled it will not be made up and to actually show love to the training staff, how about we start here? Uh, the gentleman who actually administered CPR to DeMar is Danny, or excuse me, Denny Kellington. He's the assistant athletic trainer for the Buffalo Bills. He's the one who administered CPR to DeMar Hamlin. And so much love and respect to him uh, for going out there and helping to keep him alive. Uh, the doctors at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, uh, they gave the entire staff love as well. They said, look, if, if they were not there and if they did not act in the exact way that they did, it would be a different situation. Listen to what they had to say. Can't say enough about the quick actions of the uh, Bills training staff and then the physicians who were on the field uh, with getting to him, recognizing that this was a, a very serious situation. Uh, and responding and saving his life. It was really, really outstanding work from all of them. And not just saving his life, but his neurologic functioning. The reason why we're talking about his recovery of neurologic function is the true critical importance of immediate and good and high-quality CPR and immediate access to defibrillation. Seconds. Seconds, 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 seconds. Amazing what a few seconds can do. And I think... uh, we, we might all learn a little bit of a lesson from that 
outside of what we witnessed uh, this past Monday. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. It's also nice to have a much more uh, positive show, positive outlook than what we've had to do over the past uh, few days. And it's a beautiful thing that it looks like we are having and moving into a positive outcome, more importantly, as it relates to DeMar Hamlin. I'm going to take more of your calls on the other side. You can hit me up on social media as well. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I've been listening to you maybe 10, 11 months, and I always appreciate you being poignant, intelligent, and exacting when you have to be. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Shep, you're going to turn my microphone off in what, about 10 minutes? Uh, Not by choice, but yes. That's disrespectful. Why is it disrespectful? If if, if we could do it longer than a four-hour show, I would any time, especially with the callers we have. And don't worry. Amy's coming through at the top of the hour. Yes, and Amy is is great. She's awesome. We love Amy. We do. We do. So I'm going to shut up in about ten minutes, and Amy's going to come through and take you the rest of the way. What I'm going to try to do in the interim is I'm going to pick up the phone lines. I'm going to take your calls. And and uh, if you want to holler at me outside of the damn phone, I'm everywhere at JR Sport Brief. And, Shep, where are you at? I am at the Good Shepherd underscore. Okay. Let's talk to some of these folks. Uh, let's see who wants to occupy uh, 10 minutes of our time uh, and, and not be considerate to everyone else. Uh, let's go to Reverend Charles. He's calling from Oregon. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, uh, thanks for taking my call. This is the first time I've listened to your show, and I, I want to shout out to CBS Sports because I've been driving this car for 19 hours. I took off from Las Vegas at 3 a.m., and uh, your San Francisco affiliate, 810, must be a hell of a blowtorch because I've been listening to a bunch of different shows on CBS Sports all day, coming up through Nevada through a couple of snowstorms, one in Nevada and one in, uh, up here in Oregon. And 19 hours later, I'm just now getting home to Beaverton, Oregon. Thank goodness. But uh, first of all, I'm, uh, I really enjoy the show, and I'll definitely listen again. It's the first time I've heard you. And I, I, I think you have a great show, great format, great topics tonight. I am thrilled for the Buffalo Bills, for De- DeMar Hamlin, for his family, uh, for the trainers, the paramedics, the doctors, everyone who was hands-on and very close to the situation, I had a feeling because they got to him pretty quick, and I had a feeling that, that they were going to be able to save him. So I'm thrilled for that. But now that we've, we'll be able to kind of move on past that, the NFL has because they made their decision not to have a result for the game, so now human nature is going to take over, and those of us who are passionate about sports and about humanity, we're going to start asking questions about what happened to DeMar because the football contact did not cause him to almost die. And I think it's going to come out, um, unfortunately, that 
he either has some type of a, a Hank Gather situation, like well, a heart but, arrhythmia, but, but, or, or, or it's going to come out that he has myocarditis. Well, let's slow down. Reverend Charles, you're still here. I, 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 and I appreciate you. And I'm, I'm, so, I'm happy that you're a reverend, Reverend Charles. There's no need to speculate. I will not speculate. I don't need anyone here to speculate. I know what I saw. There's no need to speculate. We know what we all, we all saw what took place. The how, the why, the when, the where, who cares? Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. Who cares? But we know what, what helped precipitate it. It does not matter. And so there's no there's no need. It's not necessary. I will not allow it here to go through. Oh, this is why or this is why this could have happened. We saw what happened. The man got hit in the chest. The man almost lost his life. The man was resuscitated. He is still here. He is improving. If we find out later the who, the why, the what, the when, then so be it. I don't think that's an emphasis or should be an emphasis right now. And to be honest, I don't think anyone is moving on past that point. I don't think you have too many folks who are focused on the the why. We saw what took place. I don't need to know the man's genetic makeup to realize what took place. I think the next step is to see what his improvement continues to be. And I think for this moment, at this point in time, that should be where the focus lies. Does that make sense, Reverend Charles? It, it is, and I appreciate you. I, I appreciate your points, and I, I maybe jumped into that way too soon because we still should be very thankful for for yes. being able to be alive and to breathe. I, I just think that there may be a bigger issue here in general with uh, young men and athletes and young women and and I I hope I'm not you know prophesying here, uh-huh. but I, I hope. Well, that, well, well, that, well, that well, hold not, on, Reverend Charles. Not... Wait, hold on. I I don't want you to hope. Do we want to leave the conversation where it is, on on a high and positive note, or are you going to potentially bring something to the table that is not positive? No, I'm not going to continue down that path. I've got a couple other things I want to talk to. Well, 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 well Reverend Charles, I said we, we got a lot of callers here, and I said we're going to have a caller who takes up 10 minutes, and I'm sorry, Reverend Charles, but— Oh, no, I'm not going to take up—not no, with this. I've got, I got another direction I want to go in completely different. Well, can you—we can you, got, we got a million callers here, and I only have I'll make about, it quick. No, you won't. I'll go make, ahead, though. Sure, I will. Okay, so TCU in Georgia. I wouldn't be anointing Georgia of taking over Alabama's spot just yet because they almost lost Ohio State, and yes. somebody forgot to tell the TCU defense that they're just supposed to be happy to be in the Final Four. I, it won't shock me if TCU beats Georgia. And then finally, I've got some uh, movie predict some movies. Okay. I love based on true stories, and it may or may not be Disney. Ron Howard's real good with things like Cinderella Man. Now you're going, well, Reverend Charles, now I got to let you go. I'm just giving you a heads up, okay? We're talking straight Disney, Reverend Charles. You said you're home, right? 
Well, hey, how about this one then? The no, no, no. Are you home? Are you home? Almost. I got a couple well, minutes. Well, when you go. get home, have some hot chocolate and some cocoa and keep listening to CBS and call me tomorrow, okay? Well, try the Rocketeer. Oh, I've seen the Rocketeer, and I didn't like it. I think it came out in 1992. I hated it. Hey, Shep, he's the type of guy, he's the reverend that you sit there for like eight hours. (laughs) He's like, man, he's like, hey, listen, guys, I'm not going to be here, hold you up for a long time. And then he starts to talk, and then you're sitting there for 10 hours. Thank you, Reverend Charles. I'm glad he got home safe. Like, we talking about Disney movies. He's like, hey, this may not be a Disney movie. You know, keep it to yourself, Reverend. Come on. Thank you, Reverend. Tony's calling from Massachusetts. I think he understands that we're on limited time. Go ahead, Tony. Yeah, I'm going to make this real quick. Remember the Titans is the movie. If you talk about a, a positive outcome for the Buffalo Bills, that movie fits. And it touches on a lot of other subjects. Uh, topics that you do like. Um, okay. It's based on a little bit of racism, but it's based on a brotherhood that is formed between a white player and a black player on defense. And on top of that, there's, there was a car accident. The white player gets paralyzed. And um, he actually, this is a true story. It's based on a true story. Right. And he actually was in the Special Olympics after he got paralyzed in the wheelchair. So I'm going to hang up because well, I know well, you got another call. Well, no, thank you, thank you, Tony. Uh, I I knew all of that, and I still haven't had the desire to see it. I'm sorry. Oh man, you gotta watch that, Jr. You gotta watch that. Oh man, uh, <laughs> you well, you know what? It's it's two on one. Shep told me to watch it. You told me to watch it, and uh, you know what? Over no, I can't. I'd be lying. I was gonna say over the weekend I'll try and watch it, but I'd be lying. No, give me a, give me a couple point. of weeks. Is that okay? A couple yeah, of weeks. At some point. <laughs> I will. I'm gonna. Ah, right, yeah. Oh, all thank right. you, Tony. I'm going to sit down and watch. Hey, Shep, the next time I get on the airplane, I'll sit down and try to watch it if I don't go to sleep, okay? Tony and I will hold you to that. Yeah, I'm sure. I'll, I'll never hear the end of it. You're, you're right, folks. I have not seen uh, Remember the Titans. Go ahead, shoot me. Go ahead. I just, I like movies. Some of them, not all of them. My apologies. I, I can't do it all. And speaking of can't do it all, because of Reverend Charles, I can't get to any more calls. You can blame Rep. Where's he from, Shep? Oregon? He was in the truck. He said he was driving through the snow. But he was from Oregon, yes. Driving through the snow and the rain, driving from Nevada. Hey, everybody out west, y'all be safe out there. I know the weather is, is, is crazy all over the country in certain parts, especially out west. We're getting storms. They're going to be coming west to east. Be safe wherever you are. And in the meantime... Blame Reverend Charles for occupying a lot of the airtime because now Shep is going to turn my microphone off and I got to go. But don't worry about it. I'll be back tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. Pacific. Reverend Charles, call me back. I'm just joking with you. The JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio is a wrap. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Be well, be safe, be smooth, be cool. Thank you, Shep. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.